In a land of scheduling conflicts and a time of harsh reality, the destiny of a mediocre podcast rests on the shoulders of three dudes. Its name, Four Seasons in a Funeral. Today, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 8 of Merlin, The Sins of the Father. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David. I'm Charlie. Hi, I'm David. There weren't really scheduling conflicts. There were more like scheduling optimism. <laughs> that yeah. was well, all I'm going to say is I feel like we're, they're, they're coming. I feel like the scheduling conflicts are coming. Like, Listen, we need oh. to record so many episodes. <laughs> like, they like, are coming. Like, they're coming, we gotta, and... We gotta record, is what all I'm oh, gonna yeah. say. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm we like, gotta I'm... record, or there's gonna be some awkward two-people filler episodes where we just <laughs> oh, talk about yeah. something else. Listen, listen, David, gonna... I'm, so, I'm so excited for part two still. It's coming, right? Like... Or, or I, I ruin my vacation. And... <laughs> Piss then, off my girlfriend by taking an hour and a half to two hours to record my shitty podcast at a vacation house we're renting. Yep. Yeah, I that mean, sounds... we have two. No, do not justify this. Do not Four justify weeks. this. We will get if, this done. If Nick and I need to record a filler episode where we talk about some movie we watch instead, <laughs> like a one-off, <laughs> that is fine. Oh, be great! Today we David. watched Dragonheart, which also has a shitty CG dragon. Today we watched Excalibur. <laughs> oh no! Weird Arthurian movie. Nah, David. Today I made Nick, make Nick, uh, Nick watch all of Fate Stay Night. <laughs> ah! Today, David and Nick watched The Green Knight. Do they have any idea what's going on? Kinda. It's a good movie with a stellar soundtrack. Go watch it. It's on Crave. Uh. David, it's okay. We'll just play Storybook Brawl and talk about the Arthurian components of that. I don't <laughs> play that game anymore. It's okay. We'll make you play it anyways. Absolutely not. You can you can play Slay the Spire. We'll just it'll just be the two of us playing different games, shooting the shit for an hour and a half, and we'll just be like, audience, <laughs> I wish you could see this game right now. If we oh, could man, figure if out we, how we had to a Twitch stream, if we could figure out how to Twitch stream like multiple. Uh, views on one twitch i think that'd be a very funny twitch stream just two uh, completely different games on the same screen <laughs> so, so all i'm gonna say is uh, a let's play channel that i watch did uh multi-streams for a while during the pandemic where there were all four of them playing different games um and it worked they could do it i definitely know it's possible that's what i'm saying i just well, if that's... we can figure it out yeah, yeah. It, it involves just discord like you just discord uh um Oh, you just stream in Discord and stream that output? That's stupid. There's got to be a more. It's cursed. There's got to be a better way. The the other option is you just have a second Twitch account and then you do the group mode so that you have both streams open at the same time. Eh, We we have the technology. We can make a better version of both of these. It's just going to be screen sharing through Zoom. It's going to be some Ooh, nonsense. That'll be even worse. Can you imagine? And then every 40 minutes, we got to restart the call. <laughs> uh, all right. What's everyone been up to? How's, how's it going? How's, how's everything David, going, what have, guys? what have you been up to that's not playing on your Steam Deck? Um, that's not playing on my Steam Deck. Uh, being very sad about Vikings football. Um, and then being very happy about Vikings football. I'm not even very happy, like <laughs> ambivalent, really, to that win. <laughs> like we, won, we don't deserve that win. Cook? Also, we did not deserve that win. Man, the Lions self-destructed harder than we won. <laughs> like, um, oh man. Anything else, David? How's how's your how's how's life been otherwise? Just, just lots I of had... just lots of Steam Deck. 
I had well, no, you something went to, to mention. You went to ribs. Yeah, but that's like I I got some ribs. They were delicious. Yeah. I saw my sister, my niece, and my nephew this weekend as well. Went to go visit them. We we got ribs on Friday for my my parents and I, and then we went to my sister's on Sunday, and we brought them ribs as well. So we went to Rib Fest twice. <laughs> um, the ribs were very good. I I already missed the ribs. I also Ribfest. technically went to Rib Fest twice. This is not a happy tale. Why did you uh, technically go to Ribfest twice? So thankfully, the only reason we were able to go twice is the Ribfest was like within a three-minute drive of my house. So the the kind Ribfest organizers posted the menu the day before Ribfest opened here. And so this was like a day and a half past because we went on the second day of it. And it says at the top in bold lettering, all payments available by cash, credit, or debit. And I think you guys can guess where the story is already fucking going. So we, there was cash only, it sounds like, when yes. you arrived. Because I went, oh, cool, cash, credit, or debit. Everyone's got the square readers or like the portable Moneris terminals. I will just bring my debit card. I don't need to bring like 80 bucks in cash on me. We stand in line, get up to the front. I order, and they're like, okay, like 69 bucks. And I was like, okay. I pull out my debit card and they're like, oh no, cash only. I'm like, but it, I hold up the menu they gave us and I'm like, it says cash, credit, or debit. And he's like, nope, cash only. I'm like, okay, so you're a fucking liar. And he's like, yeah, but there's an ATM in the rink back there. And I'm like, oh, holy fuck. Okay, fine. So we walk over um, and we get up. We can't find the ATM. Go to the concession stand. There's another, uh, there's a dad and his son there talking. And the guys shitting on the rib, the concession guys shitting on the rib fest organizers. We're like, oh, you're here for the ATM too? And they're like, yep. Concession guys like, shit out of luck. There's an event going on and they've locked it off and we don't have keys to get in there. Incredible. So I then had to go back to the car, drive home, get cash, and then go back up. And I had to tell the rib fest guy, I'm like, hey, that ATM's locked off. Like people aren't going to be able to get cash. I'm like, how do you, how does the shitty little like, grandma made preserves and is selling them at the rib fest have credit card payment but you a rib vendor do not the rib vendor is trying to avoid paying taxes yes that's why pretty much that's fair (laughs) the rib vendor is coming from out of country and doesn't want to pay canadian taxes that does sound about right it was also all cash at my rib fest as well (laughs) <laughs> and they did not charge any sales tax on any purchases. They did, they did say taxes included. <laughs> Shocker. I know this because we had a rib fest three months ago where they did charge tax, and that was because it was all cash and credit, or it was all debit and credit only because it was still during COVID protocols. <laughs> and the prices were much higher then <laughs> than they are now. Yep. Shocking, almost as if it was about ten to fifteen percent <laughs> lower. So even now. say thirteen percent. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> you won't dial it in that far. I don't know. Can't be dialed in like that. Also, it's... there was no goddamn blooming onions. Yeah, sucks to suck. That was the best part of the weekend. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna buy a deep fryer. I'll make my own fucking blue. It's onions. not easy to make is the problem. My brother-in-law has tried to make blooming onions before and they don't turn out well. Those things are difficult to make. You need a fuck ton of oil is the problem. Like 
it's more oil than like a home deep fryer can have usually that's like safe <laughs> um charlie i've i, I know of the of, of the location of a um scary large <laughs> that sometimes deep fries a turkey each year. uh do you want to make onions in it <laughs> hey i got an idea let's deep fry some ice uh <laughs> indoors I will, I will you can do that outside and i will stand far away and i will happily process your funeral i mean we get to show off canada's great healthcare system i guess <laughs> i don't know if we do <laughs> i'm just let's, gonna leave let's it let's not I don't overstress know if we do. those ers oh with oh horrible God. fourth degree burns I, I think fourth degree means I'm dead. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> that is the I won't, I won't be going to an ER. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he's going to be stressing out any ERs. I don't think we're going to get to see Canada's healthcare system at work. Like, I mean, if Canada's Charlie goes into horrible work. fourth degree burns from an exploding air fryer, we still call an ambulance, right? Like, <laughs> there's still a 911 call for an ambulance. Like, he still gets so, taken away. <laughs> like, there isn't just so like, call the right, hospital's call not an emergency the, line. Like, just be like, I think he's dead, so like, just send the coroner. It's like, that's fine. what I'm saying. There isn't a, just a call to a funeral home and like, yeah, just send the van. <laughs> like, no, like, he's still reality, taken away by an ambulance. In reality, in reality, you may Make the 911 call the fire department shows up um sprays down the still probably burning charlie's body um and and then an ambulance shows up and, and takes away the remains yeah but uh, i'm saying like <laughs> the body is still taken away by an ambulance and brought to an er like i don't, I don't know if it goes to an er it, well it does i guess but it's just it's not actually going to the er it's yeah it's going to the the, the base it's going to the back <laughs> <laughs> But it still makes the trip there. <laughs> like I, all I the guess. steps are the same. <laughs> Anyways, oh, uh, sorry, out of out of scope drama. Uh, Magnus Carlson has officially accused um, Hans Niemann of cheating. Ooh, huh. this has been this brewing was, for a while. Yeah, this was the chess drama that um, Anarchy Chess, the wonderful group of chess nerd shit posters that they are. Uh, suggested that Hans was using anal beads to get vibrations for which um, a remote control it. anal bead that was sending him more <laughs> signals so he would know what to play. That's <laughs> to the incredible. Point where, to the point where multiple news agencies reported on it, and then a porn company offered to let him do a tournament completely naked to prove his innocence. And then it was just like, listen, it's those were memes. Those were those were all memes. Please. <laughs> Not, not now that the news agency's got hold of it. Oh my gosh. Anyways, Nick, what have you been up to? Uh, I went into some caves, and that was fun. Um, way to make that sound way more ominous than it actually was. <laughs> he did some things with a guy in a cave. Don't worry about it. Yep. Um, I, I, I did some spelunking. Uh, did the guy happen to look like a clown and have a red balloon? Nick, Nick left, left some DNA in a cave somewhere. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, I probably scraped myself a little bit. Exactly. Uh, There's some of your DNA in, that cave. in a cave somewhere. We don't need like, to know any more details. Uh, it was really great. The last caves, there were seven caves. The final cave um, had a 10 meter uh, army crawl, like like uh, crawl on your stomach to get out of it. 
uh, which is where you like guys saw that one photo where I'm like, you, you see my face and I'm just kind of like trapped by rocks. Um, that was mm-hmm. a part of that. Um, and oh man, that was both super fun, but also just not, Aren't you claustrophobic? Like, great. like... <laughs> oh, a little bit. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Exposure therapy. It's cool. It's All right. this is shockingly this is way better than tight clothing. Like what what I was doing in those caves way better than tight clothing. Um, that's nonsense. I, yeah, that's also, all like good on you for conquering fear. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I'm gonna say is that's that's where my body goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what into tight, into tight caves? <laughs> tight caves better than tight clothing. That's all I've got I, for you. I don't understand the euphemism, and I don't want to understand the euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was trying for a euphemism. I'm sorry. I'm afraid if I understand it, I'm going to end up streaming on Twitch to six people. <laughs> hey, hey, those charges were dropped, apparently. It's <laughs> absolutely shocking. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, good on you. Stay well, out no, of social no, media. No, bad on you. Bad they on should you? be aware of what their probably elected officials are doing. Oh, I guess. Ugh. I want people to be more aware. That Matt Gates was accused of sex trafficking a minor. And all evidence that I have seen points strongly towards that conclusion. Despite um, investigators saying the charges aren't coming. That's fair. Anyways. Merlin? Merlin! Merlin never sex trafficked anyone. But before Merlin, mailbag. (gasps) Mailbag? We have a mailbag? David, is this at the end of the episode? I this is the first time I declare that it is before the episode is when we do oh, mailbag. Right, oh my god, they did change it. Holy shit. We received a reply from oh, that shit. website that does kill counts <laughs> of Merlin after we sent them an email after last episode. This is no the best fucking way. <laughs> where they told us that um uh, they've updated the website for us and added Arendian as casually and given Merlin an extra <laughs> half a kill. <laughs> it, does, it does now say in parentheses casually Arendian. <laughs> One and a half named characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's hilarious. So yes, they also hope that it helps with our bet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, good on you! Like, <laughs> fucking oh, incredible. Man. This is. <laughs> I am shocked. Uh, they're. I guess they are still like they're still recording. They're just doing other stuff right now. But wow. I mean, yes, it would be weird for them to still be doing Merlin because <laughs> they yes. were doing it when it was coming out. <laughs> But but holy shit! All right, um, yeah, casually, already in. Ah, <laughs> oh, the first mailbag. It's so good. Oh. That is our first mailbag. All, all it took was us sending an email to someone else. Yep, getting a reply. Mailbag. E. All right, Berlin you mean time. Marketing ourselves works. Hell yeah! Shockingly, right. TV guide for this episode. It reads. Arthur is challenged to a duel by a mysterious warrior, an event that leads the prince and Merlin on a trek that unveils a secret that could lead to the end. Yeah. Hint, it, it doesn't yeah. lead to the end of Camelot. It could, though. It, it could, could lead to the end of Camelot. Mm. 
That is a TV guy that is not straight up lying to you. And that is <laughs> no. all we can hope from TV guide. Uh, I am happy with this TV guide. Um, I'm a little surprised that they didn't just like toss in um, like more like more. They didn't just like name drop more ghosts and then also include like the actress. But like, OK. Um, no, it's, um, she's not a big enough person. I, well, guess. I also think I guess she's not a big I enough I think person. she's going to be a reoccurring character. Well, they she did drop be. Nimue's name, like vo- actress name, every time she was in a TV guide, right? Or at I least think, the first time. I honestly think at the time she was bigger than um, this actress. Okay. Well, uh, like I don't know how big uh, Amelia Fox I now know as Morcos is. I mean, she wears a pretty tight dress. You should know how big she is. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not what I meant. Not what I meant. (laughs) (sighs) And David wins joke of the episode. Merlin? Oh, Uh, excellent. All right. Is is it time? Can we talk about Merlin now? Yes, we can talk about about Merlin Merlin now. I'm sorry. Merlin, who sadly is not in a tight dress. <laughs> yes, God. Colin Morgan in a tight dress, even better. Uh, of course. I'd watch 40 minutes of that. Only 40 yeah, minutes? That's all right. <laughs> On repeat. Uh, ah, fair enough. There we go. Clip down to select portion. <laughs> go just make a weird, creepy subreddit like that one scene in True Detective. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> or any any female celebrity that is approaching the age of 18. Oh, anyway, but on to happier uh, things like spying on Arthur. Spying Ooh. on Arthur, but it's fine because it's like thrill crystal. For the for like the second time, we have a weird woman mage spying on Arthur through like a crystal medium. Well, so the last one was at least like a like a like a divining pool. This one's just straight up a crystal, which automatically makes me hate Morgos more than Nimue because it means that Morgos is one of those people who's really into crystals. Okay, but from what goes, at least, like, this is, at least the crystal is actually provably magic. Like, yeah, it's not, like, like, this crystal is the equivalent of a CCTV camera or, like, a spy drone. So, like, I, yeah, I understand wanting to keep that around. I guess. It's just, uh. If someone brought, like, a, like a random quartz crystal to me and was like, hey, this is a spy drone, and they showed me, like, Russia, I'd be like, holy fuck, Okay. I guess I believe in crystals now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's very different. Fair enough. Anyways, um, yeah, we have more goes. Uh, given, given a little bit of, uh, like, a, like, a little, little speech talking about, you know, oh, Arthur, it's, it's time for, uh, for the battle for your soul to begin. Uh, and we then swap over to uh, some new knights being knighted by uh, Uther. Um, and then some guards getting killed. Just absolutely murdered. <laughs> um, I'm surprised we didn't see genealogy guy just in the background double checking all of these brand new knights. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's okay. much... we, we trust um, Gregory. Is we, it we trust Gregory the, Gregory? the knights. Jeffrey? Gregory? Shit, what is his name? Jeffrey? It is Jeffrey. Jeffrey? Oh, yes, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. I forgot Jeffrey. it was just Jeffrey. His, his, his name is Jeff. <laughs> Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. <laughs> um, got a God. California king, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, we don't have to touch Jeffrey. 
go go listen to or go watch some Bam's animated. Everyone, they're great. I mean, uh, you can. They're a little, yeah. <laughs> they're a little, yeah. Nowadays. Anyways, go watch old Mabim Bam animated. <laughs> They've made some interesting decisions. The animated Anyways. or the podcast? Mabim Bam. <laughs> oh yeah, Merlin. Uh, Merlin. What? What's Merlin? What's Merlin? Uh, I thought we were. I thought this was my brother and my brother and me. Um, the fan my, cast. I thought. I thought it was nope. my friend, my friend, and me. <laughs> my the friend, my friend, and my acquaintance. <laughs> Which one is which? Mafaf. <laughs> my friend. My friend. And my equipment. Mafaf. Mf- nope. It's fine. It's fine. Anyways. Fucking. Oh, David, I got energy. This is why we shouldn't record these so late. It's fine. We're here now. Oh, I remember what I wanted to talk about for my sister. No! <laughs> what have I been up to? My AeroPress arrived today. I bought one and I had four cups of coffee of espresso. <laughs> oh, oh no. It was so worth it. Is this has this been like sort of on its way since salt made you like coffee out of an AeroPress like last year, no, David? I I was I've been debating about it for a while and my sister has one. She made me a cup of coffee again yesterday. And I was like, yeah, no, I should I should buy one. Ah, I see. And thanks to Amazon same or next day delivery, it arrived today and I made 3 cups of espresso. It was very good. All right. So Merlin Merlin, more ghosts. More ghosts kills a bunch of people, bunch of guards. Um, gets gets into uh the like great hall of the castle, uh, and then just throws down the gauntlet. Uh, at which point Arthur's like, "All right, fuck it. I guess we're doing one of these episodes again." Um, and picks up the, this time instead of having a knight pick up the gauntlet ahead of him, he just picks up the gauntlet. Um, I guess Uther's learned. Um. And, uh, yeah, we get the grand reveal of who Morgos is. And look, it's a woman who killed all of these bull. Whoa. Gasp! She does the full-on, like, Lord of the Rings helmet off hair shake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, shocking. Um, it doesn't get addressed later, and I just want to bring it up now, but she killed all those guards, right? Like, yes. all those people yeah. died. And oh, Mor- they kind of just, like, don't care about that, right? <laughs> like- <laughs> Morgos' kill count is nuts for this episode. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, it, it really makes me think that it's, like, like basically the, the way that Camelot works is, like, damn, you, you got killed as a guard? Well, too bad. You should have been better at your job. We're not going to do anything about it. This is this is medieval like society. All lives are equal, but some lives are more equal than others. They, they must be commoner guards, right? Like that's why they don't give a shit. Yeah, these aren't these aren't knights. It's fine. Um, like, but yeah, she throws down her gauntlet. Arthur accepts the challenge, and then it's like, oh, what? It's a woman. That's the big surprise reveal. We get a new opening sequence, by the way. Is oh, is it, it new? The title credits changed. Did they? I did not pay attention. Yeah. Oh. Why? In the middle of series two? At least I'm pretty sure they did. I don't know if they did. I'll, I'll have to go back and check that. Audience, we'll get back to you on that one. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, let's, let's open back up after the title credits on David's favorite character. <laughs> Jeffrey Wait. is back. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> the best and, character. And best Uther character. is there saying, show me the rule that says dogs can't play basketball. That, that is literally <laughs> what happens in this scene. This is literally the scene of... I have scoured the histories, and there's nothing that says a woman can't challenge a man to a duel. I mean, I feel like you could find an implication in there that says women can't be knights, therefore the knight's code doesn't apply to any challenges issued by women. It just reminds me to, like, the loophole they had, or, like, the case in America where, like, women were voting for a while. Because it was just like, if you were a landowner, you could vote. And they were female landowners who just went to vote. And then the, the politicians went, hmm, we got to close that loophole. <laughs> I was Male landowners. <laughs> it's well, And then you got to amend that to male white. Well, I guess. Well, the white was already implied. Yeah. <laughs> the white was already there on the books. I was going to say, I, I don't know the accuracy to this, but I always love it as an anecdote when it comes up. And it's. Uh, a fantastic yet horrifying piece of American history, like most of American history, where um, there is this this black woman who got so wealthy she was legally recognized as white. That's that I, is like re- hell of an accomplishment. <laughs> right? I, just, like, I don't know what to say about I, that. Right? Like you're you're horrified at that was that was something that needed to be done back in the day. But also, like, good on you. Good, like, good job. Like, I hate that that had to occur, but also, holy shit, weird. That's a good job moment, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Interesting. Um, All right, Merlin. Merlin, Merlin, where are we in Merlin? Merlin. <laughs> um, we're 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 at the Airbud scene, uh, where Uther is trying to find the loophole uh, to get Arthur out of this fight. Um, and Arthur's like, nah, fuck it. I'm, I'm a, I'm a killer. Uh, she threw down the gauntlet. I can't give up my word now. And Arthur's like, but like, she killed so many people on the way in. Like, she's, she's definitely knows how to fight. Uh, are you sure you want to take up this challenge? Um, and at the end of the day, Arthur's like, yeah, now it's gonna happen. Um, we then cut to um the night before uh the contest, where Arthur's like, all right. I'm in a bit of a conundrum here. I don't want to kill a woman because that's not a good look. Um, <laughs> it's against my personal morals to kill a woman. It's just, it's, it's not a good look if I just like just just murder this woman. That's that's not a good look. Uh, so uh, I can't go and say anything to try and get her to withdraw. But Merlin, you should probably go do that. Um, Merlin goes and attempts to do that, and Morgos is just like, nah, fuck it. Um, Morgos nearly kills Merlin. Like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> she full on meets him with like sword drawn, ready to stab him in the face. Morgos is like, well, six isn't really that much bigger a number than five. Uh, um, fortunately, the series goes on. Merlin doesn't die right here. Uh, <laughs> it'll be. It'd be such an insane be such way. A play. <laughs> uh, I would respect the BBC if that's what they decided to do. <laughs> show's called Merlin and Merlin's dead. We just I guess we then just follow Morgana as as the new magic wielder of the kingdom. Oh, now we know it's never going to happen because I would have to be giving Morgana something to do. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, Mor- Morgos refuses um, Arthur's offer of withdrawal by, like, it's not really an offer of withdrawal. It's like a, hey, you should withdraw. I don't want to do this. Uh, so, uh, nope, the, the fight's going to happen. Um, we move to the next morning. Uh, Berlin's, you know, reminding Arthur, like, hey, um, y- you gave her a chance. Uh, that's all you can do. Whatever happens now, you can't, you're not to blame. It's fine. Go, go kill someone. Um, and our Arthur's ready. It's time time to kill someone. Make our way down for the tournament. Uh, Arthur gives Borgos one final chance by talking to her before the start of the uh, uh, before the start of the challenge. Borgos just continues to be like, "Nah, I'm I'm good. Um, who's who's to say that I'm not gonna kill you?" Uh, and the fight begins, and it's a pretty close fight from the uh, from the looks of it. Uh, it's a good fight as well. Like, it, yeah, this is a well choreographed scene. It is, which is which is always surprising in Merlin <laughs> for fight scenes because sometimes they're like really cool, and then sometimes they're not. They're jump cutting <laughs> messes, and like it, it really maybe they didn't have enough time to practice that week. But no, this one is good. It it does a pretty good job, I'd say, of showing like Arthur's fighting style is just he knows he's stronger than her more likely, so he can just overpower her which is what he does. And then he lets her get her sword back and she out finesses him. Yep. And, uh, damn, uh, she, she, she has bested Arthur. Arthur is on the ground and, um, about to die. She has the sword up, ready to stab into him. Into his chainmail. Yep. I mean, chainmail wasn't great, I think, at, no, what am I thinking? Chainmail was designed to stop arrows, right? I think no, it, it slashing, slashing. So right, but yes. also, Sta- but also stabbing. Yes, but stabbing is it is it isn't as good at like if you, you can get through it just by I, I pure feel like, force. So so all I'm gonna say is I'm pretty sure if like Charlie, if I'm on, if I'm like like above you like that with a sword at your chest and you're wearing chain mail, I'm pretty sure just pushing down really hard with like all of my weight, I can probably still kill you. Uh, all right, let's test it. Nope. <laughs> this week on Mythbusters. <laughs> this week on Forsaf, we try to kill Charlie. <laughs> Do we succeed? Let's find out. Will it be the air fryer or Nick with the sword? <laughs> Join us for part two, or will there be a part two? <laughs> uh, but, but anyways. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what? Morgos how do you spares Morgos. Yeah. Morgos spares uh, spares Arthur's life uh, in exchange for uh, Arthur uh, coming to meet her th- in three days' time and um, doing basically whatever she asks. Just an IOU, like yeah. an IOU one quest. <laughs> um, Arthur's like, I, bitch, I love quests. Just like losing, no. I'll do it anyways. Why? Why didn't you just lead off with this? I would have been down. All you had to do was not kill those guards, walk in and be like, I have a quest for you, young prince. If you said it while hiding in a lake, that would have been doubly good. Yes. <laughs> those are my jam. <laughs> well, no, he, he's been in a lake once. He doesn't I... know his love of lakes yet. <laughs> his love of lakes. We'll, we'll get to that later in the show, I'm sure. Uh... What if we never get that scene? If Arthur never ends up in a lake? No, if if the the lady of the lake never throws the sword at him. Then Merlin, what was the point like, of putting it in the lake in the first place? If Merlin walks down, requests it, and like 
it washes up on shore. How pissed would you be if we never get that scene? I'd be as pissed as when Mordred finally kills Arthur, that fucking <laughs> druid boy. When the, the, the little druid kills Arthur and David just yeah. gets really upset. I'm going to be upset about that, that I know. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, we have um, both, uh, both fighters having their wounds tended to Morgosa's by uh, Gaius and Arthur's, mostly his pride being tended to by Merlin. But, yep, um, Arthur's like, well, shit, I guess I got to do this now. I, I did give her, give her uh, my word, um, but then starts trying to like come out with all the Johns. Like everything, it was like, ah, oh, that the sun was in my eyes. Uh, she was a woman. Uh, <laughs> I was holding back because it's a chick. I didn't uh, want to kill her. That's what happened, a hundred percent. And Merlin's listen. like, didn't look like you were holding back. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so this this isn't my normal controller. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> my hands were a bit sweaty. Someone threw a crab at me. Yeah, there was lag, bro. Host advantage. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, Gaius, uh, continues to just know everyone, um, and it's like, you seem familiar, did I ever meet you? And she's like, yeah, I was here as a child, but I'd be surprised if you remember me, I was, I was like a baby at the time. And Gaius is like, interesting, I'll, I'll keep that back in my head. How old is remembering people when they were How old is Gaius and how old is Uther? I don't understand, because... I, I get that she's supposed more more uh gaze is supposed to be Morgana's like half sister or something. They do not look similar in age. No. <laughs> like, she's she called her more gaze. More she, what is did. it? More ghosts. More ghosts. More gaze. Something. So it's like it's what does like, the LGBT David. community wish for? More gaze. Well, no, more gaze is a character from Wheel of Time. That's why I keep getting it confused. Um, David, David, it's 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 like you wanted more ghosts. But just without the teeth. <laughs> more ghosts. I, it's gonna take me a while for this name, just because of the Wheel of Time character. That's, that's we need more people fair. with the last last part of the hyphenated last name of the famous pan- painter Vincent Van Gaze. Yes, Vincent <laughs> Van Gaze. <laughs> Damn, those are whole whole different spin on those paintings now. Uh, oh. But yes. So yeah, I get that they're supposed to be half siblings, but like at least for the actress they got for uh more goes, she's just she's just looks she looks like the same age as Uther is what I'm gonna say. She definitely has has seen some shit. Um, and that could be the explanation. She could just have she did have a very harsh life. Yeah, this is a this is a twenty year old who looks like forty, and it's fine. Uh. Um, but anyways, we do have Morgana meet Morgos and, um, you know, have their little, like, you know, oh, cool, good good to meet you. Have I ever met you before? You seem kind of familiar. And Morgos being like, nah, probably not. Um, but hey, it was, it was great meeting you. Uh, here, take this bracelet. It's gonna help, it's gonna help you. Um, I hear you're a bit And then Morgana goes, problems. are you a witch finder? Are you trying to fucking get me? You're, you're trying to get me, aren't you? <laughs> Because that a hundred percent should have been the thought process, especially that was, that after was why she last episode. That's why she refused it, <laughs> right? Because it's like, hmm, I don't want no witch finder getting me. That, that bracelet that's gonna go on my arm. It's gonna glow and never tell everyone that I'm a I'm a sorceress and I'm fucked. <laughs> um, so she smartly refuses the bracelet, but Margos, being kind of creepy, just sneaks into Morgana's room while she's sleeping and uh, does does some magic to it. 
and then leaves the bracelet for Morgana. Um, we then skip ahead to the morning, uh, where Morgos leaving the kingdom, um, completely un like it's completely free to leave the kingdom. Uh, almost killed the crown prince and killed five guards, but it's fine. Uh, Listen, it's fine. She won the duel. Might she, makes right. <laughs> uh, that, that basically. Um, and yep, leaves leaves the kingdom. Uh, Arthur's like, "Hey, where the fuck am I supposed to go?" She's like, "Don't worry, you'll you'll know when the time comes." All right, and later, she, nerd. Well, she does mutter something, and her eyes change color as she pets the horse and says, "You have such a nice horse. <laughs> it's a great horse." It's a shame Maybe. if anything ha- happened to this horse. Ooh, what a nice horse you have. (laughs) I have a friend who would love this horse. His name is Mr. Phalanges. Oh, no. Anyways, um, as... (laughs) Nick's out. Um, No. I respect him more for that, actually. As Morgos is leaving, um, she does make sure that Arthur, the, to pique Arthur's curiosity by being like, yeah, you know, you, 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 you look a bit like your mother. And, and Arthur's like, wait, you, you do my mother? She's like, later. Which again, makes me go, how old is she supposed to be? Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Because she it, knew Arthur's mother, apparently, but she's Morgana's sister. <laughs> so... sister. It's weird. Like, huh? But then Gaius was there for her birth, so um, she not can't for Morgos's be... birth. But yeah, she yeah he was. That's what he said. Well, we get that he smuggled her out. Uh, but I thought yeah, that was as a, a baby child. though. No, oh, okay. that was as a baby. He says oh, as a babe. Enough. Fair enough. All right then. It, uh, the timeline's a bit weird here. That's for sure. <laughs> that's why I was like, hmm. I don't. What are these ages? All right. Certainly some questions. Um, It doesn't matter. But yeah, it doesn't Um, matter. Uh, We have Morgana finally being having a good night's rest. um, And uh, that's that's nice, at least. Uh, That scene happens. And uh, then we have uh, Arthur telling Uther, by the way, uh, I'm going to go for a little while. Um, You know, Marcos, uh, beat me in combat. I have to keep my word, or I'm I'm nothing. So uh, Uther's like, "Hey, you're gonna be nothing then." <laughs> this is clearly a trap, and she was clearly a magic user. <laughs> like, come she on! She also murdered a bunch of guards. <laughs> yeah, like, no, don't don't go. And, and Arthur's like, if she'd wanted to kill me, she already could have. And Uther's like, exactly. So what she wants is worse than that. <laughs> and here is. The last time Uther is right in this episode. <laughs> and I He's will... a little right later. I... We're going to have words, David. I stand Uh-oh. by my king. Uh-oh. How, does, how does it feel knowing that the once and future king is on my side of the argument for the most of this episode? Listen, Arthur gets cucked real hard. I don't care. <laughs> Oh man! Are you saying Arthur is a beta soy boy? Exactly, he's a soy wojack. <laughs> is that why his shoulders are so small? He looks soft and weak. <laughs> oh. 
God, that stupid meme will never die. I love it so much. <laughs> it's so and bad. It's such a think, bad part of internet it's history. Come up, do you think it's going to come up in the show? Oh, 100%. It's already coming up during the because of the remaster <laughs> what they're doing. No, I mean, do you think they're going to reference it in the show? Oh, I... Do you think, like, they're going to have uh, some weird random character come I up to, like, honestly Joel hope. that he hasn't seen in years and he goes, Hey, man, do your shoulders get smaller? You look kind of weak these days. I honestly hope the writers that they hired for The Last of Us adaptation don't have any knowledge of internet culture. Because <laughs> any would that would just best. hurt their writing. I just I would I want them to be completely not attached to internet culture. Oh my god. I I've been watching Riverdale with my girlfriend. Um I wanna say I recommend it, but I'm not sure that I do. Cause it goes through peaks of so bad it's good to just holy shit this is bad. Uh but consistently the writers want to think themselves clever by doing a reference which is fine like they did a complete twilight zone intro for the most recent episode we're on and i was like oh, okay cool like you got jughead doing the twilight zone thing and then immediately after the twilight zone intro was done they have a character be like oh don't get all twilight zone on me and i'm like just <laughs> fucking leave it just don't name your reference if people get it good job high five yourselves that's a sign but, of not trusting your audience. And then they also do all the faux intellectualism shit where, like, all the characters are referencing, like, oh, we're in this Opedian dance, and I'm destined to kill my father. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. You were in a <laughs> high school history class. I get it. <laughs> oh, God. Where it's like, oh, someone broke into my upscale apartment. To distract them, I'm going to play Wagner. And you know I'm upscale because I pronounced it Wagner. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to kill the writers for this show. Oh, dear. Uh, but I guess watch Riverdale. It's fine. <laughs> That's the conclusion. Uh, you watch right. Riverdale. But but you instead... can skip like season four. It, it's a dumb. It's a dumb arc. Yes, but instead, but, but instead, uh, Merlin. God, uh, how far are we in this episode? Not far at all. I've I've been trying to keep you <laughs> oh, guys no, on we're track. We're like halfway through. We're halfway through. We are Uther currently... says no. Locks Arthur in his room. Merlin comes in. Arthur says, get me the fuck out of here. I got to go fulfill my obligations. Merlin has a rope sneak up into his asshole and then around his stomach. <laughs> Merlin does in, fact, does, in fact, cheat at chess for a little while using a rope. <laughs> um, and then uh, he, in a fantastic scene that Arthur should have died in, um, lowers arthur out the window but can't hold on long enough and arthur falls from like above 10 feet up flat onto some hard ground like he he should be dead and not just glaring at merlin because he landed in some horse shit it's fine though that was some ultra absorbent horse uh but yeah then off off they go on to adventure adventuring time um and immediately come to a fork in the road and arthur's like all right let's go this way and the horse is like nah we're going this way and at that point uh follow the horse uh and that's what's happening uh in the meantime back in the kingdom um uther uh upset because um obviously uh arthur is now gone gaius learns when merlin's not there in the morning uh goes and talks to, to uther and is like hey uh merlin wasn't around is he with uh, Arthur, 
they go in, Arthur's not there, um, and it's time to, to start a search party for him because uh, Morgos can't want anything good with, uh, with Arthur, and Uther is worried that uh, she is going to reveal um, the um, circumstances around Arthur's guess, or around Arthur's birth, I guess. Um, it's the best way to put that. <laughs> yeah. Because then Arthur and Merlin have a discussion where Arthur's like, well, I got to see her because she knows my mom and I know nothing about my mom because my dad never speaks anything about that. And Merlin's like, oh, yeah, I don't know my dad either. I'm sure that plot line will never, ever. I don't know my dad, but I have this feeling that he is some kind of big and scaly and a drag. I mean, what? (laughs) (laughs) He's locked in a cave and I visit him at night sometimes. He's a bit of a dick. And he's the dragon that's chained up underneath the castle by your dad. I mean, what? <laughs> Maybe your mom is chained up by my mom. Oh my god, it would be crazy if, if your mom and my dad were the same person. <laughs> it would make us like weird brothers or something, right? Um. Anyways, at the, <laughs> like, after after that, get, well, while that conversation happens, they also get ambushed by some of Odin's men because they're in Odin's territory now. Um, and we get our kill counts for the episode. Yep. Uh, Arthur kills two of them, and they credit Merlin with killing this guy, even though he just sets his like spear on fire, and then the guy falls out of a not so high tree. Nope that but... that is definitely a Merlin kill. If Merlin had not done that, that man would be alive. But I'm saying the dude's not dead. Oh, no. I'm he, saying he's... he jumped out of that tree. He's not dead. He probably broke his leg. And you know what, like, medieval era medicine is like. <laughs> that man is dead. I'm just, sad. I'm just sad that as he fell out of the tree, we didn't get a Wilhelm scream. I was really hoping for a Wilhelm scream there. Uh, <laughs> but, but no. They actually made the actor try and make a scream. Uh, <laughs> they probably the BBC probably can't afford the Wilhelm scream license. <laughs> no, we talked about this. It's open source. Is it open now? It, it's oh. an open license. Never mind we, that. This this subject has surprisingly come up before because I think there's been a Wilhelm scream in Merlin. I think oh, okay. so as well. Um, and we looked it up, and it because it it comes from so such an old source, it is uh, copyright free material. Ooh, I don't remember this conversation, but we've also recorded like 134 of these fucking podcast episodes. <laughs> Done a lot of yeah. them. Uh, <gasps> but yeah, they, they survive Odin's man ambush and then ride into a lake and then through a waterfall and come up on the other side in front of like this rundown castle that Ghost is in. Um, and then there's an axe on a chopping block and she's like, hey, Arthur, put your head here. And Arthur's like, I guess. And Merlin is very much so ready to shout some magic to save Arthur. And he doesn't need to because it was just another test. Yeah. Despite the fact that it's literally like an executioner's mom owned and she picks up an axe. <laughs> and I'm assuming if if this was actually something where it was like, yeah, no, she did want to kill Arthur. It would make sense. It's like, yeah, bring her, bring Arthur to like this magical place so I can like siphon off all of his energy as I. Um, yeah. But- but no, that doesn't happen here. Uh, instead, no, when she said battle for his soul, she meant uh, just like his emotions and mindsets. Not his literal soul that we also know is a thing that exists. Yeah. Yeah, we do actually. Because fairies want it. If the fairies do want it. Yes, but because yeah. as we know in the Merlin universe, the ro- royalty is real and their souls are worth more they're, than commoner souls. Their souls are great. They're, 
Uh. Yeah, and then Sumergos is like, hey, you did everything I asked for. You did it with honor. I will grant you one wish. I'm like, man, you're really leaving your plan up to, like, really being able to guess. And, like, it's fair. He is kind of obsessed with learning about his mom. But what if he was just like, I want to marry Gwen? And she would have been like, What if that was his wish? I'm assuming I'm assuming she would have been like, all right then, but before you before you can marry him, you must know more about your own past. Oh yeah, she just kind of directs it all the way back there. Yeah, it's 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 always gonna get directed right back. Like he can ask for anything, um, but it's always going to be um but before you can like, you know, learn more about yourself and further yourself as a person, you must l- reflect upon your past. Before I can give you all the gold that you want wished for, you must learn about your past. <laughs> Before before we bang in that special way that you asked about. <laughs> you must know about your mother. Wait, why? <laughs> it's it's weird that you specifically wish that Merlin could watch, but okay. Before I watch you and Merlin bang, you must know about your past. <laughs> Don't know why you wished for that. You could have just done that at any time, but all right. You want to have your mom watch too? Poof, here's your mom. <laughs> Look, she's gonna she's gonna tell you your dad's a dick, and <laughs> at, at some point I'm like, I don't even think I I needed to fake summon her spirit. This could just be what she thinks. Cause yeah, yeah your dad's a dick, man. <laughs> Didn't know if you knew this, but your dad's a big dick. Uh, I stand by the king. <laughs> Goddamn, David. The 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 royal family must go on. A son must be born. <laughs> All. Okay, all I'm so, gonna say, all I'm gonna say off of this though, is the way that it sounds for the first while. Um, is yeah, I couldn't give you a, I couldn't, I couldn't give your father a child, so he asked Nimue for help, and I'm like, so he went really and had thought, sex with Nimue. Yeah, so wait, he banged Nimue. Is that the I, secret? I'm sure he also banged Nimue, but that was just like a I'm bored thing. Well, no, I'm sure Nimue was like, yes, but the only way that we can make your wife pregnant is through transferring you the bang baby. Me. <laughs> also, uh. I'm, I'm a bit confused because she's like, oh, he needed an heir or else the Pendragon dynasty would be over. But they're not a dynasty because Uther is the first Pendragon to be king, no? Um... Listen, it was it, it, like, if, if you're going to ever have a dynasty, it's got to start somewhere. I, th- I know, but think? it's not the end of the dynasty because it hasn't begun yet. I th- like not including real lore. I think it's implied that Uther comes from a line of different kings, but I think he was the first one to conquer Camelot specifically. So he was pro- like his family was probably royalty for a smaller country. Then when Uther came into power, he conquered Camelot and set that up as his new seat of power. Okay. I think is the implication. But yeah, we uh, also throughout yeah, okay. all of this, the, some of what we've missed is what's been happening in the kingdom where um, Gaius has uh, come to the realization that Morgos uh, is actually important. And wait a second, uh, she gave Morgana this this weird band, and the only people who would have had this band, because, you know, from the same house as Morgana's family was from, um, it, it can only be her half-sister. And it's just like, didn't we kill that bitch? <laughs> Guys is like, ooh, right. Forgot right. about this. This one's on she me. Was, she was clearly a magic user. I said put them all to death. Guys is like, yeah, 
but listen, I'm sorry. Uh, also, shout out writers for making Morgana's only actions in this episode are getting a good night's sleep. <laughs> that's hey, that's more than what she was doing in the previous episodes. <laughs> Literally, like, hey, what big event happened for Morgana this episode? Ah, she slept until, like, noon. (laughs) Like, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And then Gaius is is like, oh, hey, I recognize that that bracelet. Alright, bye, Morgana. You're done here. You can go home. You could go steal Anthony Stewart Head's DS. Fuck up his brain training academy scores. So imagine what the cast would do in their off time. Of course. They That's... they all share one DS. It's just it's just his. But yeah. Um so Arthur is obviously pretty pissed off about this revelation that he was made by magic and it killed his mother. And uh according to this vision of his mother, um, that was a conscious decision by his father. Which we know isn't true. Like... Yes. But the rest of what Arthur says is fairly accurate of holy shit you killed all these magic people but you used magic yourself and you used it to make me so what the fuck and he did he went crazy because his wife died when the one time he tried to use magic and he went no more magic I feel like that's the exact same thing it's it's like hey I accidentally shot my wife with a gun, so now no one gets to have a gun, and we have very strict gun control. Is it? (laughs) Okay, but there's a difference between inanimate object gun control and killing people, David. I mean, (laughs) according to some people, guns don't kill people. People (laughs) kill people. (laughs) Oh, no. Merlin? Merlin? (laughs) Merlin, please, please Merlin. back to Merlin. <laughs> but yeah, um Arthur riding uh, back to the kingdom, pissed. Uh yeah, Merlin obviously uh, obviously distraught by this being like he hates me for being gay. I mean a, a wizard when he himself <laughs> experimented with his sexuality, I mean magic. <laughs> There's some implications, we'll say. <laughs> some strong implications. Uh, but yeah, and then Gaius is like, hey, yeah, we never told you because he was afraid, like, what would happen if Arthur found out? And Merlin's like, well, he found out, and now he <laughs> might go kill his dad. And hey, look, he comes in, and yeah, Arthur is about to kill his dad because they had a big screaming batch. Arthur challenged him to a duel, beat his dad up. Murder seems like a. It's, it just seems like a fucking leap for that to be the first thought. I mean, when when you discover everything about your life as you know it has been a lie by your father, and he's had you personally probably kill people out of some, as it now appears, petty vendetta. I I feel like that's a little bit of like, but he's fuck ro- you. royalty, so he's like, so in Arthur's head, he's like, all right, all those magic users be killed, totally not cool. All those other serfs and people though, I've killed, that's fine, that's reasonable. <laughs> like, well, I, I mean, those serfs that he had to kill probably broke like, in Arthur's mind, established fair law, not magic is bad because I used magic one time and it was bad. 
my one personal experience of magic was bad. Therefore, all magic is bad. I mean, not just that, but like you're forgetting plagues and like (laughs) unicorn plagues and like curses. Like it's because they didn't respect magic. The entire thing comes out of fear and ignorance. The, uh, killing the unicorn was not lack of respect. That was yes, just it kill- was. Because guys no, was like, hey, they, didn't, hey, they, they didn't said know don't fucking kill unicorns or the person who kills it will be cursed is what the old religion says. And Uther went, fuck the old religion. And then I, they get cursed. Holy I shit. I don't think Arthur knew it was a unicorn. I think Arthur just saw something and killed it in the woods. From the way that initial scene goes. I'm just saying. I think it's time for me to say the words again. We're talking about Merlin. We are, but now. (laughs) It doesn't apply in this situation. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, uh, Merlin comes in and holy shit, Colin Morgan kind of kills it with this scene. Um, And basically lies to Arthur and is like, hey, everything your mom heard was a lie. Morgos is an enchantress. Magic is bad. She lied to you. Your dad's right. Like, don't do this kind of thing. And again, Colin Morgan does a really good job of like, Merlin hates every single word he is saying at this moment, but he has to do it so that Arthur doesn't kill his dad. Yeah. Probably, probably not a good look for, for the new King to, to, to rise to power from just straight up murdering his dad. Straight up fratricide, like yeah, in front yeah. of everyone. Yeah, just <laughs> like, pat- patricide, and there's like no real way to like excuse it, like because uh, patricide. Oops. Yep. Uh. Just, just the, yeah. I did. I did a little bit of a patricide. Oopsie. It's fine though. Give me the <laughs> I crown may now. I have committed a little bit of treason. Oopsie. But, but it's not treason now because I'm the king. <laughs> exactly. I pardon myself for the crimes of killing the former king. Exactly. That former king, imposter. So <laughs> done wait, and done. Charlie, are you under the understanding that that was Arthur's mom, and that that wasn't like manipulated at all by more, uh, more, more ghosts? More ghosts? No, that that hundred percent. The the phrasing of it is too specific. Of like, oh, he betrayed me. He killed me. No, 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 no. She. I I very much doubt she was aware potentially that Nimue was going to do magic to make her be able to conceive a child and more so I do believe Uther had no idea the cost that it would be her specifically because we've seen that conversation with Nimue of she's like I told you life for a life and he's like yeah but you made it my wife and she's like nope that's just how magic works. And Which also isn't how that works, as we learn in that episode, <laughs> with the willy nilly of just like, oh no, but now we took your life, and so uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, that episode. Yeah. <laughs> the less but we yeah, talk about Gaius's death and resurrection, probably the better. Because I definitely episode. think at least there was some, there was some, uh, there was some shenanigans done by, by Morgos. No, no Morgos, Morgos, a hundred percent conjured like an illusion. Yeah, like I don't think that was actually Arthur's mom, no. or if it was, that was like a Arthur's mom who has been told some lies. <laughs> yeah, like... I don't think so because e- even then she's like, "Oh, once the door has been closed, it's closed forever." But you were able to summon her in the first place. Like that's like a bullshit explanation to begin with as to why like he can't, she can't summon her back again. Yeah, like is every spirit a one-time summon? Eh. But yeah. Um, Arthur fully believes everything you told was a lie. Uther is like, yeah, I swear I loved your mom and never meant to bring her harm. 
And I'm like, you're really dancing around what he told you to swear <laughs> yeah, to. There, I, I saw I caught that as well. There was no like, yeah, but did you do the magic? Luther understood he didn't want to try and roll a deception check right now. So don't just straight up lie. Just don't talk about the things you don't that are not true. Everything's fine. Yeah. Uh and then uh, I guess everyone's kind of happy go lucky. Um, Merlin's like kind of bummed he had to lie for that, but it saved Uther, saved Arthur. Gaius is proud of him. He's like, "Oh man, I'm in everyone's good books." And Gaius is like, "It won't last, I think." Ha ha ha! And then we see Margot's angry as she watches Arthur and Uther make jokes so soon after <laughs> Arthur tried to kill his dad. But they're just sitting at the table doing some paperwork, chuckling to each other. And that's where the episode ends. I, I once again was expecting a freeze frame and credits like <laughs> on this. Anyways, end of episode. What did, what, what did we think of the episode? David, what did you think about the episode? What did I think about this episode? I thought this was an okay episode. I don't think this was as good as the previous good episodes we had. It was still fun, but... I have some problems with more goes <laughs> and just everything that's going on with what I assume is going to be the rest of the four series of this show. It just does not bode well for me that they're introducing mm-hmm. this character who's just Nimue again. It, like, is, it does just feel like just Nimue again. It's just Nimue again. She's just Nimue. I mean, She's Margos just blonde has... Nimue. I think Morgos has more canonical Arthurian lore. Yes, she does. But that's why, why wasn't she just Nimue in the first place? Like, that's, this is fair. Like, why would you introduce a character like Nimue and then kill her and then be like, anyway, here's another female enchantress that's going to play the same antagonist position as Nimue did, but she has more Arthurian myth and she's supposed to be Morgana's sister, but now they look nothing alike. Nimue looked more like Morgana's sister than Morgana, <laughs> like Morco's does. What are you giving the episode, David? I will give this episode a solid three on the dot. Yeah. Uh, Nick, uh, I want to hear yeah. your thoughts. Um, I'm as always just slightly more optimistic about most of these things. Uh, I'm gonna go like with a three and a half. Just once again, solidly enjoyed the episode. Had a had a fun time. There are some problems. There are definitely some problems. Um, looking a little bit at like the actual like, um, myth of like or like all of the like mythology surrounding more ghosts. It actually looks like they like kind of went pretty close to like the the real thing on that front, which is kind of interesting. Um. So, like, good on them, at least for that. It doesn't seem hilariously botched. Uh, well, what's interesting is they're choosing to do more goes in the first place, because nowadays when you do their theory and myth, like, the roles of more goes and Morgana are just kind of blended together yeah. in most retellings. Like, they just yeah, end up as one character. Very confused, because I've always heard, like, more goes as a different name for Morgana. They're technically different characters in the original myth, but yeah. in uh, most modern retellings, they end up just as the same character, because they end up serving the same role narratively. Like, there's no... So... Wow. I guess I'm... it makes sense from, like, a historical perspective, if they're trying to imply they were that they were actually two different, like, women, but from a narrative perspective, they take the same roles. 
So I hadn't quite realized, I don't know if we'd actually talked about this, I hadn't quite realized like slightly how fucked the whole thing was because, so from um, the 1845 Arthurian Legends compilation, Le Morte Mort d'Arthur, or, or as I've horribly botched it in the past and just did again, <laughs> um, we have... Le Morte de l'Arthur. d'Arthur. Yeah, uh, Le Morty and Rick. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, that should have been the episode title. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, Morgos. Uh, Morgos is one of three daughters um, of Gorlois um, and the Lady Igraine, uh, who we also know. Um, the other two daughters are Elaine and obviously Morgan, um, or in our case, Morgana. Uh, interestingly, um, Igraine um, widows, uh, so Gorlois dies and then remarries to King Arthur or to uh, King Uther. Um, so that's, that's a grain sort of status is has three children with Gorlos and then Gorlos dies and then she goes and remarries to Uther. Um, and in this case, Uther, Uther's like, yes, my best friend, um, in, in battle, uh, I will now, you know, take on his children, but also, um, his, his wife, I guess is now my wife until I'm going to kill her. Uh, so I didn't quite realize that until now. Um, well, it's also way more incesty with Morgana oh, and Arthur and oh, Morgos. Like, yes. well, th- well, this is the thing. Looking it up, I think in the the compilation, like the the fourteen eighty five compilation, it's changed to be uh, Morgos is has a different parentage than Arthur, and so when Ar- she tricks Arthur to have Mordred. It's not accidental incest, but the early ones, specifically, hey, our favorite genealogist, Jeffrey of Monmouth, <laughs> um, his collection has her as a daughter of Uther and Igraine. So it, they're half siblings, and then they have Mordred. Yes. Um, so it's a little bit more fucked up. Yeah. A lot of these myths are super insane. Um, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Yeah. yeah, it's it's fine. Um but yeah, three and a half. Uh that's that's what I've going off of this long conversation that we went <laughs> We're still doing We're rating. Right. Charlie <laughs> Charlie hasn't given his rating. Charlie, yet. what's what's uh, your rating? It, a three. Yeah. It was okay, but it could have been better. I definitely Sounds I definitely right. can understand that. Um Uh this episode was viewed oh wow by six point sixteen million people. Oh, wow. That is a stark upshot of like five, uh, half a million people from last week. And it got an 8.4 on IMDb. Public, you have goodness. no taste. That is the <laughs> highest rated episode of Merlin so far. I don't understand. Listen, listen, David. Hot, fighty lady. It, it, it good. I, I guess. God. <laughs> Think think about and it from that side. Was her act was the actress who played more goes like a big deal? I don't. Or know. as Nick was saying, big. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get to the end of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh no! What is Amelia Fox? Um, I feel like I've seen her in like different. Yeah, things. I feel like I've seen her as well in a oh, bunch of things. Oh, she was in the she was in the pianist. Oh fuck! Interesting. She looked. She looks very recognizable. Like I feel like I've seen yeah. her in things, and or, she, or like she's been in a lot. So 
It would make sense if she drew in quite a few people. Uh, that would, yeah, that would make sense. But also, it's weird that she didn't get brought up in the TV guide. Uh, if she was actually that big, um, yeah. she might just not be credited as a guest star. She might actually just like be being brought into the cast like as a full time thing. Which in she case... only has one more episode this season. Okay, never mind. That makes no sense then. <laughs> small, it's just small spoiler. She's TV guide. What the fuck? <laughs> it's just maybe she gets brought into that one, which would be even weirder. Uh, she she looks to be more of a mainstay in series three. Okay, okay. yeah. Oh, so she um, doesn't die at the end of the series? Nope. <laughs> a slight spoiler, but again, her soul isn't sacrificed to bring back Gaius. Yo, fuck that How shit. fucking great would it be if Gaius <laughs> died and is resurrected every season? That would. Be... I would personally love that. I feel like, well, no, David, you'd be upset until the end of season three when they did it again. You'd be really upset if it happened this season. Uh, I yes, I would. I would, I agree to those statements. <laughs> but yeah, uh, kill count for this episode. Uh, Berlin is credited with one Odin's men, and Arthur is credited with two Odin's men. Uh, and I think we can all agree with that. Um, yeah. And then we will update our kill count as well for Merlin for last episode. Last week, Merlin has been credited with casually Eredian. <laughs> half a half a kill. It's fine. I will take it. As you, it's great, David. If we need to, we will send them more emails. <laughs> as the season right, progresses, where is that observer? Where that observer be? Um. I'll give you the choice, David. The observer is either in the crystal, like <laughs> Morgos is watching the observer in the crystal, or the observer is peeking over his her shoulder watching the crystal. I think peeking over the shoulder will be easier to Photoshop. <laughs> 100% that'll be easier to Photoshop. And also, also more in character for the observer. Yes. Yeah. Well, David- you know, I honestly forgot for a second there that we watched season five of Fringe. <laughs> Did you? How? I slipped up for a second. I was like, hey, whatever happened to the Observer in Fringe? Oh. <laughs> oh. It, I, had, I had blissful <laughs> ignorance for all of a half second, and I've... then it all came crashing back. He I've... got trapped in a magic rune and never and got, got let hair. out. I've, I've blanked out a lot of season five again already. I'm really happy about right? that. Uh, how? How did you guys do it? I have so much of season five in my head still. Like I can, I can bring up like season two and three like really easily. Do you remember like, that episode of season Lincoln? five where they talked to that woman who's a psychic? God, <laughs> she's no, been waiting for them to appear to get that big old magnet for the entire time. David, oh, I didn't fuck David. off. I forgot about that episode. <laughs> David, I didn't need to remember that shit. It was I, I was happy. That episode where they go to the mine to go get those rocks <sighs> that turn out to be not important for the rest of the goddamn season mm. <laughs> with the weird <sighs> memory cubes. <laughs> <sighs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Well, David. You want to tell the tell the audience where they can find those observers? Oh yes, I'm on outro duty. Hello, uh, good. I mean, goodbye. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Four Seasons and a Funeral, where we're a little wacky because it's a little late, and we all worked a very hard long day today. Yeah, if you sure. worked a very long hard day and you didn't just play on your Steam Deck all day while in meetings. <laughs> like some of us um 
you should give us a like and a review on your podcasting service of choice. Uh, be that one of the major ones like Spotify or iTunes or Google Play or one of the minor ones like, I don't fucking know, Podbean or like Podcast Addict, I love radio, I Heart Radio, however weird podcasting service you're using to listen to this. We're going to um, find out if we're on a Pandora radio next month. <laughs> Are we? We're going to be able to use an American IP. Oh, yeah. We can use Pandora radio. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I don't like that. I don't like that we're going to find out. <laughs> I'd rather not know. <laughs> but yes, um, you can also let us know if we're on Pandora th- by sending us an email at forstaff at gmail.com or by uh, tweeting us at forstaff, F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Outro. Our intro and outro music is The Butterfly, Kid on the Mountain by Slunch. I, uh, I really tried on that pronunciation. I don't think it's correct, but that's what YouTube tells me. 